show again she is butt ass naked what's up how's it been why does it always have to start like that why not <laughs> why do you always have to breathe into the mic did i do it again yeah you did i'm so sorry i'm, I'm so sorry i breathe <laughs> breathing too damn much. it's like you want me to get close but then you don't want me to get too close where you can hear me breathing so like where's where's the that's why spot? we have a king size bed stay away Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, so today we have, and I think I might have talked about it on the show before, or hell, I might even done it on the show. It's been a minute since we've done an episode, but lots of things have changed in the last, what, five, six months since I've done one, right? Yeah. We have We have two puppies. We got married. <laughs> um, we bought this 12-pack of Lost Lake in Colorado <laughs> when we got married. Uh, yeah. The reason why there hadn't been an episode in a minute is, as Ashley can attest to this, uh, we've been fucking busy mm-hmm. doing shit. Yep. Um, on top of the Giants having an excellent season and you finishing up your master's degree, we didn't have any time in 2022 to finish anything. And then this is the first time in 2023 that we been able to sit down and, oh, I don't know, boot up the system. Because I also built a new PC. So that took a little bit of time to get everything moved over. I could still record on the old one, but it ran, it runs pretty darn slow. So we're on the new PC. Same room, new PC. Um, but yeah, yeah, I haven't had Lost Lake in a minute. But how is it still good? Yeah. It's honestly like probably my favorite Pilsner. It easily tops um, Coors Light for this me. This is damn good. And it ain't even light beer. It's just regular beer. Like it's not Coors Light. Uh, not so. It's not Lost Lake light. It's just Lost Lake. Yeah, but they're still Pilsners, so to me, like, they taste the same. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they they don't, but... I mean, it's like... To me, it's like Coors Light, but sweet, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, a... It's, it's like... I don't know. It tastes closer to Coors Yellow Belly, but... But it is sweet. It and has you a badger get, on it. Yeah, I know. Well, it's from Wisconsin, which is weird that I can only ever... I have only been ever able to buy it in Colorado. Yeah. I don't... I haven't seen it anywhere else either. Yeah. And it was like eight bucks <laughs> for the twelve pack, and it is damn good. Like I would gladly pay eight bucks for a six pack of this, but it comes in a twelve pack, so not not too much to be mad about. So is is the badger the the state animal? Uh, yeah, I know that the University of Wisconsin they're the badgers, mm. and I'm pretty sure it's like a state animal up there. If not, kind of like how like the armadillo is like with Texas. You know, you're like, are there badgers in Texas? Uh-oh. Maybe I don't know. I ain't never seen one. At least not around here. Then we got like raccoons and shit. So, um, speaking of new shit that we've got, mm-hmm. aside from you know, now she has my last name, which we're not gonna talk about. But uh, <laughs> uh, we also have two dogs. Two two more dogs. We have three dogs. We are tri dogging. And would you like to tell us, our listeners, how we happen to now have three dogs? Yeah. So our really good friends. Um, were they they moved out kind of in the country bumpkin ass area of east texas and um it's middle of fucking nowhere yeah i've never heard of this community ever in my life um and 
basically, um, our friend was like, hey, we found some puppies um, fighting over a Taco Bell bag out here. And she stopped, considered it, realized she couldn't take them in because they already have a lab and a very rowdy pit bull. Um, and <laughs> she, tri she tried to just go ahead and leave and drive off but unfortunately Daniel got her heart strings well they followed her for like a mile or two I think and she just pulled back over and called called her husband our other friend and said come here I mean I helped um, support them as far as you know hey putting out the word anybody need any puppies let's try to keep them together because we think they might be litter mates like 90% sure they're litter mates they got like the same head shape well uh, so there's a girl the girl's name is Scout and she looks like a black mouth cur, mm -hmm. like a light brown black mouth cur. And then there's Arlo, who is bigger big for sure. Boy. He looks like a he hound big. mix. Um, but they have the same head. It's just uh, sort of. I feel like as they're growing, his is more like a, a bully head almost. And um, she is. She's definitely got more of a point to to her, but. You know, they say that, you know, they could have multiple dads, which I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing either. But then again, also, siblings don't always look exactly the same either. So sure. They're not like carbon copies. I don't know. I think it's kind of like how they're about around the same age. How else would they have found each other? Plus, yeah. um, but then again, they could have just been from a puppy mill where they were breeding a lot of different dogs. And they just got out or something. But they were really small and, like, malnourished. And our friends, uh, they, they got them in a pretty – like stabilized spot and then we took them what about a month ago yeah uh we like i said i we tried to see if anybody would take them and nobody was taking any bait um Ain't nobody want no damn dog and we we have a backyard and at first we were like oh we don't want another dog like because deuce It'll take is away from deuce and deuce yeah. has been an only child and um for two years with us and been very spoiled and he's also very low maintenance he doesn't get into mm. shit granted he's no longer a puppy so that's also a deal he did used to dig yeah, he's like four and a half he would dig yeah. he would he dig would and get out and all go the time fuck off in the neighborhood Move a fucking cinder block to get he, out he's strong boy yeah deuce has honestly taken pretty well to the pups i think yeah i mean for an only child he's been doing pretty good <laughs> and also the puppies they're i mean they're hell they're Scout's as big as he is, and Arlo's bigger than he is. But like he's taller yeah. and length, too. He, Deuce is still the heaviest because he's filled out, and he's like, you know, four and a half. And they're, they're still recovering from malnourishment. I mean, oh, my goodness, speaking of. they Okay, so they, at first, they were really, really good with our friends. Um, they didn't bark. They just came in. They didn't, ha they didn't make any messes. They didn't, you know, cause any trouble. Yeah. And. Of course, I expected this because the same thing happened with Deuce. You know, they have to get used to being near you. <laughs> they don't feel safe yet. Well, they obviously feel safe and comfortable where they are now. Now they're um, all fucking off and acting bad all the time. Yeah. Uh, digging holes. Like, I swear to God, every day they get an ass whooping because they got to dig another hole. Yeah, it's mainly Scout, but sometimes Arlo will get into it. Um, mm -hmm. Scout definitely feels the need to dig a hole to China. Um and it, she just doesn't, she doesn't bury anything. She just digs to dig. And the other day I had to fill in one that was um, up mid to my mid shin. It was that deep. Yeah, same. Um, Luckily it's been raining like crazy, so. Yeah, but now they're getting into down the mud. The <laughs> well, like it's, it's, one, it's a lot easier to spot like new holes that they yeah. dug. And two, they're not as keen to digging when it's wet for right. some reason I've noticed. Mm. But 
But the good thing is, because, you know, Deuce, he was always so afraid of the water. Anytime it rained, he wouldn't leave. He would not go outside to take a piss. Well, now that we got these two puppies and they don't really care about the rain, now all of a sudden Deuce magically doesn't care about the rain. Positive peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, I really do think that having the puppies around has kind of made Deuce into a better dog. Yeah, and it's honestly given him a lot more exercise because, I mean, he didn't really go out and run unless he got the zoomies, which mm-hmm. were random and not very often. Yeah, um, and he's lost a little weight because of it, and, and it's good for him. And he's also, he, like, they'll want to keep playing, but he can just, like, I'm done and just kind of walk away. Yeah. You know, so. So, uh, yeah, and you want to tell him what uh, Arlo found? Was it yesterday, last night? He got very possessive over. Oh, yeah. So, apparently, because we got a bunch of squirrels and shit running around everywhere because it's East Texas. And apparently, they caught a squirrel, and he had one and was, like, super protective of his possession. I couldn't tell what it was, but he was, like, growling at the other two. So, I go over there to see what he's got, and he's just, like, just munching on, like, half a squirrel. And I'm, like, okay, well, you you can keep that there, bud. I'm not, I'm not touching that. Yeah, so, Dan comes in later. And is like, hey, I was working on a crochet project. And he's like, um, in 10 minutes, let Arlo back in because I'm not touching that. And I'm like, great. Well, Arlo comes to the door. I let him in. No big deal. He had so nicely dropped the, the rest of the squirrel, most of its body, actually, um, yes, on, on, the back porch. on the back porch. And Dan told me, you need to, when you get up in the morning, take that out first and sh- throw it over the fence so they can't get to it before you let them out well i woke up and i was too tired and i forgot about it and i let them out and as soon as i let them out i was like oh shit and of course what do they do immediately arlo Arlo grabs it runs off with it and i'm like you know what i don't i don't have the patience today if he wants to eat a fucking squirrel he wants to eat a fucking (laughs) squirrel and so i'm i'm making their their food bowl for the morning so i can try and coax him back in and get him away from the squirrel well they took it off away from the patio. They see me with the food bowl. They're like, yep, that's what we want, so we're going to come in. But Arlo has the audacity <laughs> to think that I want him to bring this half-eaten squirrel with this ratty-ass tail hanging out its mouth. Um, for those of you Harry Potter fans out there, y'all remember um, Prisoner of Azkaban when Hagrid has Buckbeak, the hippogriff? Oh, yeah. And he's throwing ferrets at him? Yeah. That sound, if you can remember that sound, that is what it sounded like. And I I was yelling at Arlo. This is like at 7.30 in the morning. And I'm like, Arlo, drop it. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not dropping this. So he inhaled the latter half of the squirrel, tail and all, like it was a fucking spaghetti noodle. And I damn near lost my mind. I was like, absolutely not. And he tried to come and lick me earlier, and I almost lost my shit. He's going to be dropping like a meaty-ass turd in a little bit. day or two. They were eating so much charcoal. For some reason, the puppies just like loved chewing on charcoal quite a bit. And he... Well, they actually were eating so much charcoal that their shit turned black. And I'm like, I don't know how we're supposed to deal with the The way I looked at it, I'm like, well, at least charcoal is like an antacid property, and it is cleaning their teeth. So, you know what? Fuck it. They're mutt. And also, they're mutts. You can... They can eat whatever, and they're fine. But if you have, like, a purebred dog, and, like, they get, like, the wrong dog for you, they break out and do a rash and can't shit right for a month. So, that charcoal is actually from when we um, uh, took the recliner. And um, so, your dad had an old recliner. Well, actually, he gave it to... He gave it to Max. He gave it, well, he had it, and then he, yeah. Yeah, he gave it to Max. It, and then it 
finally completely broke. And then Max was like, I don't need this around the kids. So we burned it in the backyard at the Super Bowl party. Thank God the Eagles fucking lost because fuck Philadelphia and any team out of that whole city. The whole city of Philadelphia could eat shit, by the way. Moving on. Glad they lost the Super Bowl. But yeah, so because the season was over, we decided to burn this like broken ass recliner. And then there was like all this, you know, wood and ash and everything because of the recliner. And then the dogs decided just to thought it was a fucking buffet line. Oh, and that faux suede Mm -hmm. that that it was covered in. There's bits of that still. And sometimes I still find them in the house because they will bring them in the house. Yeah, because they scattered them out to the So I'm not sure that's the best thing for them to eat. Eh, But they're just doing dog things. I'm telling you. They they dogging. But regardless, it has been a lot of fun having three dogs. It's made our first dog a lot better of a dog. And it does present its challenges. It's also fucking expensive. Like, good dog food is expensive. And the crappy part is, like, cheap dog food is like feeding your dog cardboard and cornmeal. So, yeah. y- you know, like, y- you want to do the right thing and get him the right stuff, but it's just so fucking expensive. Well, and so we tried that with Deuce. Um, but then, you know, we found out he had a heart murmur and the doctor, <laughs> speaking of, um, the doctor was like, yeah, you probably should feed him this. Um, so just to prolong his life. And so far, I mean, he's good. He has a... He doesn't have as the stamina of a puppy, uh, that's for sure. But I mean, yeah. he does pretty good. We he he just like pretty normal adult dog, no you know. Science diet. Yeah. And then because they're puppies, they need to have puppy chow so they can start gaining weight and. Yeah, they they are filling out quite a bit. They are. I think it's she said until a, a year. That's what the vet said. So yeah. a year they have puppy chow. Pretty much. Yeah. But it is fun. I do like having them. It's just now we gotta like sweep way fucking more thank god you bought me that (laughs) (laughs) that robot vacuum little robo buddy yeah yeah if you if you have a hardwood floor or like a faux hardwood floor like we have it's a rental um i tell you what 250 bucks a shark which is like a knockoff roomba which i I wouldn't even say knockoff it's just like a different brand that they Mm -hmm. sell for a little cheaper it's like yeah you could get the I don't know, for computer people, you could get Intel everything or you can get an AMD. It's the same yeah. shit. It's just way cheaper. Or, like, you could get, um, you know, the Snap-on or you could just get the, you know, fucking Milwaukee and for what you're going to do with it, it's fine. Like, we're yeah. not, you know, industrially cleaning the house. Just I just need something to suck all the dirt up and the Right. And it's hair. not like it's a, a huge ton of surface area. It's really not. Like, our house isn't that damn big. I am. Um, pretty modest. I think they ha- um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were, but basically the only thing about the shark is I started with the app. I don't use the app just because it said it was going to map and it never did. Um, probably cause I kept picking it up. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, and it doesn't <laughs> for whatever reason. And I have talked to multiple people who have a shark, um, for whatever reason, it just will not go in a straight line for a long period of time it just kind of like no, go willy-nilly yeah it, it, goes it, wherever it, it'll it only go about like 10 12 feet in a straight line and then it'll just change direction but i it, think it's just like programmed to be like that yeah but it docks itself when it has no more juice and it definitely docking <laughs> and it definitely needs um uh or it gets the job done it definitely keeps it cleaner than I probably would yeah. majority of the time. I mean, like, I still sweep, like, occasionally, especially after, like, around the fireplace or something. Right, like and that. the hard to reach. Spot. Speaking of fireplace, we lost power for, like, three days. That chug dick. It sure fucking did, but. Um, 
I mean, we're very fortunate that not really anything in the fridge went bad. Granted, we didn't really open the fridge. Right. Um, and we also had hot water because we our, our our water heater is uh, powered by gas, so that that still ran. And I'm looking at getting a generator, so hopefully that'll mitigate a lot of these issues. Yeah, it was just one of those storms where like it knocked down a bunch of pine trees because we lived next to a bunch of pine trees and. We didn't get power for three Because it iced. Yeah, yeah, it iced, and a lot of the limbs were breaking off yeah. and falling on the power line. Well, um, was that in January? Or was that in February? Uh, I think it was late January. Late January, yeah. Like, we were we were bundled up in um, the bed. Yeah, because it, it was when we came back from Colorado, but it wasn't very long. Because we, we went up, for those of you who don't know, uh, we went up there in... Uh, like second half of December, like we spent like the third week of December in Colorado. That's yeah. when we got married. We got married at Garden of the Gods. If you ever been there, I, not only have I climbed the tallest rock there, I also got married there. And our puppies are currently whining probably because there's a bunch of fat squirrels in the oak yeah. tree outside. So Ashley is going to go be real nice and let them out. But anyway, we uh, we, we got married up that way. Uh, we actually eloped because having a wedding is a fucking scam and. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we decided to elope because it was way cheaper. I think like all said and done, like hotel expenses, travel, the uh, verbo that we stayed at, the cost of the wedding, the cost of all the clothes, and the, even our honeymoon dinner. That probably at, when it was all said and done, I did some math and it was between twelve and thirteen hundred dollars. And you can't get a wedding for that cheap. And th- and that's a big reason why we eloped because it, you know, I've always been on the notion that a wedding is a scam. I feel like as years have gone by, you definitely have gotten even more um, like that. Because at first, jaded, I I think we've also had some life circumstances in our that have definitely pushed us that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, this is be frank about it. I mean, like, if my mom wasn't dead, we probably would have had a regular wedding. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, th- like that would have been a big deal. But it's like, well, you know, a lot of this, a lot, honestly, when you think about it, a lot of a wedding is not even for you and the person you're marrying. It's for everybody else involved. And we were just kind of like, you know, the people that we kind of really cared about aren't here anymore. So, fuck it. I think that's your subjective. I um, definitely had a different take on that. Like, I, I wanted a big wedding initially. But I think what drove me was definitely your your mom's passing. and Then um, I checked my bank account. And we were like, oh, shit. Oh, that too. But I mean... <laughs> I mean, I ain't paying to feed y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> Hell no. I mean, even, um, well, I mean, our other friends didn't didn't do that. They um, they did a it, technical elopement, but they didn't feed us. Right. I mean, and they, I think that they did it for them, and I think it really just depends on who you are. And I like weddings. I love going to weddings. I like partying it up. I love having a good time. I love celebrating other people. And I'm not bitter if anybody else wants to have a wedding. Um. I'm glad we did what we did. I, I'm i embittered about it when I get inconvenienced by someone else's wedding. You can't and be that inconvenienced. And that is all we are going to talk about that subject. You can't be inconvenienced if you don't say no. Sometimes you're forced into a corner where you can't say no. That's not true. Okay. But uh, <laughs> all, all I'm saying is y'all need to quit having expensive ass extravagant weddings. You're you're not inheriting a kingdom. You're not part of a fucking royal family. All you're doing is just paying into this scam of the system that doesn't even need to exist, mind you. Your wedding should be between you, the person you're marrying, and whoever your god is. That's that's all that it should really be involved with. Such a cranky man. I am. <laughs> 
I married an old cranky man. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, you know what? Our wedding was very beautiful. We had a wonderful photographer, and I actually just posted about those pictures not too long ago, and she commented on it uh, for the first time. No, nice. Because we, we just became friends, probably because she just saw it. Um, yeah. And she, she even said again, she's like, I was so happy to capture that. It was beautiful, and I cried at your vows. And I was like, that, that's which, just so which sweet. I, honestly, I felt that was a fucking badge of honor because, like, how often – because, like, photographers, they're going to weddings, like, all the time. Especially her. She's really uh, well-renowned for yeah. her wedding photography. And she travels a lot of places. Yeah. But and mainly out it, of Colorado And if, and if you can make it to where you got the photographer crying about it, it's like, damn, I wrote some good-ass shit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, I mean, that was what – for those of you who don't know, um, what is really great about um, – Colorado Springs, or just Colorado in general, anywhere you go in Colorado, you can self-solemize, meaning mm-hmm. you don't need to have Self-sodomize. Solemize. Oh, shit, my bad. No. <laughs> just, just jacking um, off in a park. Have, nope, <laughs> nope. You can do it wherever. Nobody gives a shit. Nope, nope, not what I said. Self-solemize, which means that you don't have to have a efficient um you can marry yourselves which and you, makes for a more efficient process and you also don't need a witness um but even if you did i'm sure God most people are going to want a photographer so your right. photographer could te- technically be it and 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 we had witnesses because we stayed with some friends for like a day or two when we were up there well, th- how rude would that have been to been like hey let's stay with you guys <laughs> and like but you're not allowed yeah. to our wedding but, but, but y'all can't come out uh, you know they didn't invite us to their wedding because uh, they were doing a closed wedding uh, to be fair, like, th- she had... I'm not mad about it. Like, given yeah. the, the situation they were in at the time, it's 100% understandable. Yeah, that was a toxic family issue that we, we don't need to go into. But they also, um, they also eloped privately beforehand. beforehand. Anyway, yeah. anyway, um... So their second wedding that everybody saw was a sham. <laughs> just like most of them. I mean, honestly, there's only like a it. 50% chance of this shit working out, so... Shut I get a vacation up. in Colorado out of it for what, a little over a thousand dollars. You know, I don't know. It was beautiful. I think it, and she knew all the right places to go. Um, it was cold as shit, but it actually was the warmest that it was when we were there. It was like yeah, like the, the, the day we got married, it was great. And the second that the mount that the sun went behind the mountains, it dropped like twenty degrees. And once it went behind the like behind the mountains below the horizon, then it dropped like another twenty. And I was like, oh shit, it's fucking cold. Oh, and you know I love you if I fucking did that in that dress. It was a summer dress. Yeah. Uh, we had planned to we get married. Wanted, we were going to do that in the summer. In the but, summer. But we didn't. Because our friends were like, hey, come spend Christmas with us. And I'm like, if we're going out there for Christmas. We might as well just mm-hmm. get married. Because, yeah, wanna... the marriage license were like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, hell, we could have just signed it right there in front of the lady and, like, bada bing, bada boom, we're done. And had a mm-hmm. little ceremony and then brought it back the next day. We went and had a ceremony and then, like, got to banging, like, nonstop. And then we turned uh-huh. it in. We stopped just to turn it in and then went right back to banging. You know, um, wait. That wife pussy hits different. You shut know up. No, no, we... <laughs> We turned we turned in the next day. Yeah, that's we, what I mean. Oh, yeah, like we, you know. I thought you were saying we turned it in right after the fact. No. Um. Yeah, and then we um we went to a really nice um dinner. I was looking up like really nice places in um Colorado Springs to eat, 
And this really nice fine dining restaurant called Rabbit Hole. It's literally, I don't know if it was. It was an old subway station. Was it an old Mm -hmm. one or did they create? No, no, it was a subway station at one point in time. Yeah, so like, and you go down into it like it looks like a typical subway uh, station entrance. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all Alice in Wonderland themed on the inside. And it was really good. And I got, we both got a mixed drink. And mine was, it was like a. It was a whiskey. It was like apple. It was like crown apple whiskey mm-hmm. uh, mixed with like apple juice. And I like had a slice of apple with some cinnamon in it. And there was some other stuff in there. And it was really, really good. Because of that, I bought a, a bottle of crown apple. Because I was like, damn, oh, this yeah. shit good as hell. I, I forgot it. what you got. But I, I, What do you think I got? Mai Tai? Nope. No. Got a Marg. That's right. It's, and, and that's the thing. Like I always, I either get a marg or I get a, a mai tai. Usually, when I go out to places, I really do need to branch out more. But and nothing was like striking me. Like, I was well, like, you're branching mm. out with some some certified Lost Lake right here, which is certified good as hell, especially for its price. Like I said, eight bucks for a fucking twelve pack. I'll, you know, so I know that we're from the south and we, we do like to talk shit on Yankees, but damn it, their their cheap ass beer is good as hell. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. Lone Star holds a special place in my heart, but you know, sometimes you, you, you some of that cheap ass shit is good as hell. This is definitely a diamond in the rough because most six pa- or twelve packs for what eight bucks is going to be like Natty Ice or something, <laughs> which you do have in the fridge. I saw that. You damn right. The, okay, Natty Ice is for when like I didn't win today, but I'm gonna drink. Damn it, and I didn't earn it, so you got to drink this instead. You're, really, I would buy them for when, like, the Giants and Raiders would lose on the same weekend so I could just get blitzed off of, like, three beers. <laughs> yeah, how'd you feel after the fact? Pain. Yeah. It still hurt. I've, I've tasted a Natty Ice, and I think that that is one of the most disgusting beers. Like, I would gladly chug Old Milwaukee before you handed me a Natty Ice. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, I mean, I'm still going to buy them, but it's for the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, uh, they had a really great time up in Colorado. Um, Went up to Pikes Peak. We drove all the way to the top of the Pikes Peak, and that was cool because when we got up there, it was, like, r- really cool, like, negative uh, 10 cool. Like, it was fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> and the wind. It's the wind that gets you. It was the shit. I loved it. It was Okay, driving up there was unreal because we were driving up there, and we were, like, looking over the side of the mountain. There was an eagle that was flying below us. Yeah, it's 14,115 feet in elevation. Yeah. It's not the tallest mountain in North America. Mount McKinley is up in Alaska, or Mount Denali up is, is up in Alaska at like 20,000, but I ain't driving that damn far. So. Well, and it's the um, the inspiration for the writer who wrote uh, the song America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. And they had they have a, an inside I where... I tell you what, though, that mountain wasn't purple. Mm-hmm. I know that because I was on that fucker. It mm-hmm. was not purple. Well, I'm sure at like a certain time of year with well, a certain yeah, light, like, I'm sure yeah. it does look purple. If you're looking at if you're looking at the Rockies <laughs> from the Great Plains at the distance, they do look kind of purple. Yeah, I didn't think they did that day, but it was also yeah. kind of cloudy. What um, was neat is we were so high up in elevation, you could see basically the entire Great Plains. And if you look like to the north, the whole Great Plains were covered in ice, and you see it like the, the snow and stuff like slowly dissipate, and you just see like brown grass. Mm-hmm. It was you were so high up, and your view was so unobstructed that you could see until your eyes couldn't perceive anymore yeah or like the curvature of the earth and the thickness of the atmosphere just like scatters your vision essentially it was fascinating if you go 
hydrate very well before you go. Oh, yeah. You were, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I hydrated. I didn't. Um, but at the same time, like, what's funny is, so they have a, everybody talks about the donut shop there. I didn't think the donuts were that great. I liked them. But I was also having a hard time breathing, which is funny because they have an inside, like, I, get, I don't know if you'd call it a rec center. There's a gift shop, and there's, like, a little food court, and then there's, like, a small little, like, museum, museum about the history of Pike's Peak. Which I found. Um, it was really cool. But the thing is, is, like, I felt fine until I walked inside, and for whatever reason, it seemed like the, like the oxygen level was way less inside, which I know isn't the case. I think we had talked about it, and I think it was because when we were outside, the wind was gusting so much that I didn't feel as winded. Yeah. Well, and also we like as- ascended ascent the mountain. We, we we got up the mountain pretty damn quick, and uh, well, we were going at a, a a steady pace. Yeah, but it wasn't like we were walking up the damn thing. You yeah, know? but like w- once we got up there and you got out the car and you moved around, I got winded going down the stairs up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a very surreal experience because it's like how much less oxygen is it? It's like forty percent less than what 40? we have right Was here. it forty? It's like. No, like it's sixty percent oxygen up there, so it's like forty percent less than uh, what we have here. Because hmm. we're only at like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Elevation. I just didn't think it was sixty percent, huh? I thought it was a little bit more than that, but yeah, it it is very like. Whew. I don't know. I've been drinking, <laughs> and it was a couple months ago. But you imagine the people that work up there, how they have had to adjust to. I mean, like I guess if you're like that. from that part of the world, you just kind of more used to it anyway. Sure. So it's not too big of a deal, whereas, like, if you're from here, it's like people who move in here, they're like, oh, my God, my allergies are terrible. It's like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. Like, so far, this year hadn't been too bad on me. Yeah, I'm telling you, it hasn't been for me either, um, but I've also been very adamant about taking my allergy medication. I haven't taken shit. Well, has this annoyingly good immune system, and it really pisses me off. Well, I'm sorry that God favored me. Like you, you work with children. Like yeah. how how do you not get sick more? I don't know. I they just, like they carry stuff. You know they're digging in their ass all day, picking their nose, coughing with their mouth open. I swear to God, every time I put those laptops away, there's like a grime to them, yeah. and I'd like immediately. Anytime I gotta like rearrange the desks or put the laptops away, as soon as I'm done, like hand sanitizer every time. I mean, it's the same for elementary kids because boogers are involved. Yeah, like they don't know how to blow their nose. Cannot. It's like running into their mouth with uh, green snot. <laughs> Bubbles coming out. And that is why I work with eighth graders. While they make actively the stupidest decisions you've ever seen, uh, they don't do that. They typically don't have that. Um, there are a handful of seventh graders that are like runny nose and wet behind the ears type shit. But by the time they're in eighth grade, they're pretty well adjusted. Like they're, they're starting to understand like self awareness like a little bit. At the beginning of the year, usually by this time of the year in April, it's like almost the end of the school year, a lot of them are starting to act like how high schoolers are going to act. Like, they're yeah. starting to, like, understand, like, oh, I'm, I'm a later teen. Like, they're, they've turned 14 or they've turned 15, and they're starting to be like, okay, you know, I, I know how I need to be acting at school. Granted, there's always a couple of them that just choose to be a dumbass every day, but they'll probably drop out anyway, so. Not my fucking problem. Yeah. Which is, um... Why it's not really my my favorite to work with the older kids. I mean, I also work with special needs kids, so I feel even when I work with an older special needs kids, they're still, like, younger at heart. Um, it's more fun and playful than it is, like, 
working with. Yeah, we're just like with me. It's like we have a job to do, and we're all going to do it. And if you don't do it, you're just going to figure out that you're gonna, most of your life you're going to be doing shit you don't want to do. <laughs> like, the sooner you accept that, the easier your life will be. Yeah. But Our no. personalities are very different when it comes to that yeah, i swear to god ashley the type of person be like well just put him in time out and i'm the type of person like you're gonna get an ass whooping today <laughs> just how he's like i ain't been hitting kids this rough well sometimes you just shut the fuck up you know but no we're not gonna get into that in the podcast no, i swear to god i'll just be i'll just start whooping ass and you keep like if i if i'm giving if we have kids and i'm giving an ass whooping and you get on to me you gonna get ass whooping too just open up two cans of whoop at boom right there I am the law. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, in other news, uh, aside from our working with children day jobs, uh, we also have been balls deep, ball balls deep into our hobbies. Like, you've been up to your ass in crochet projects. And yes. then I was like, damn, Ashley sure is busy. I should get busy with shit. So, I started collecting old-ass Xboxes, started fucking off a bunch of old-ass Xbox shit. I, I've been trying to mod one, and it, I bought some cheaper parts, and I need to get the better parts to make it work. I got, I'm got i halfway done trying to install a big-ass hard drive because I don't have any, anything else better to do with my time. But if you want a modded Xbox, hit us up at whiskeydanradio at gmail.com, and I can get you hooked up, provided you bring me the Xbox. So my shipping address is, I'm not going to say that. But no, seriously, if, if you're into that and you want one modded, Email me at whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Gonna get my side hustle going. So so what is what is it again that's not working, the part that you don't have? Okay. Um, basically, modern-day hard drives and the hard drives that they used on those, because they were made in, like, 2001, mm-hmm. um, we don't use the same type of, like, cables to connect them. So you have to get, like, a little adapter. And I cheaped out and bought, like, a cheaper adapter instead of buying the one that, like, a lot of people were recommending because the video of the guy that I was working with, like, that I'd watched, he had bought the cheaper one and he got it to work. Um, But he was also saying, like, yeah, this is just one I got laying around. You should buy this one instead. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to save $8. And then the fucker didn't work. So, and it's really just makes it to where I can connect a new hard drive, like a big-ass two-terabyte hard drive, into an original Xbox. The reason why I'm doing this is because you can add emulators of any console onto it, and you can just download all the Xbox games onto the hard drive, and you don't have to use the disk drive. Trying to uh, work around not using the disk drive, because anybody who's ever played an Xbox or owned one before knows that a lot of the disk drives on them tend to fail, and they're getting more and more expensive and more and more difficult to find as a working replacement. So it's kind of like a way of future-proofing the original Xbox. That's the goal here, because it also if I have a bunch of these up and running, I can do a lot of, which I technically have, When I, as soon as I'm done with the modded here, I'll have three that work normal, I'll have two that are unmodded and one that's modded, and I could have 12-player Halo 2 LAN parties, which will also justify the ownership of all these fucking CRTs that I have. How many do I have now? Is it 13? <laughs> yeah, I think so, unfortunately. There's like a, a fucking wall in the garage of... CRT. They're just gaining value every day. No, but the Xbox thing has been a real um, hyperfixation for <laughs> lately, and he has just been 
in in the room grunting and grumbling about how it's working and then some days when i come home he's really excited he's like come here you're a visual learner i need to show you this i'm like i'll check out this like here's how the code works technology words blah 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 all going over my head all out in space i'm like "Uh uh-huh and and then i pull out my dick today and then we start fucking well (laughs) 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 today he um he got a little um excited and he's getting frustrated because what he had just expressed like his his drive was yeah, not the, working well yeah not my sex drive that's working great no it was the the adapter for the hard drive because i was fucking around with that before we started recording the podcast and we were supposed to start this like an hour ago and that didn't fucking happen yeah because these dang you know chinese products want to be cheap ass chinese products yeah. pissing me the hell off oh well wind up ordering the next one it's fine Got it working. It's fine. I will hopefully by the next episode I'll have three running Xboxes, and then you can come to my house so I can school your ass on Halo One or Two. Your choice. Either way, you're gonna fucking lose. Cause like I'm not great at a lot of video games, and I'm pretty damn good at Halo One, Halo Two, Mario Kart sixty four. Uh, I'm okay at Mario Party. Are you, are you, like, good in, like, any specific competitive video game where you're like, all right, that's one that I know I can beat somebody in? Are are, are you asking in, like, maybe a, in a really way g- that, like, are you good at something, Ashley? Or is it, like, oh, no. do you feel... <laughs> do you feel confident in your skills in, like, double dash? Um, uh, was it Mortal Kombat? Was it Armageddon? I have Armageddon on the Xbox. That one. I think it's that one. Either it's that or it's another one. I, I can Deception. see it. Deception, I think, is what it was. I, I think Max has I played that one on the our copy of Deception. I need to get that one, because I remember that was pretty good. It had a little yeah. story mode with it. Yeah, I, I don't remember that, but it's been a minute. You were like eight. <laughs> yeah. Playing Mortal Kombat. My mom did not let us play Mortal Kombat. I remember she saw, because we used to hang out. We, we used to get babysat by a girl who my mom worked with her mom. Samantha? No. Uh, her name was uh, Angela. Oh, okay. And she she was really sweet, very Christian lady. Uh, she actually was the person who gave my first Bible. Anyway, um, but she had a younger brother who had like a Super Nintendo and a Sega uh, mm-hmm. Dreamcast. So we played like a lot of stuff. But he had Mortal Kombat 3. And my mom was like, do not be playing that game. And I was like, well, whatever, Mom. But then like one time like, we played it, and I was like, holy shit, you can do this in a video game? Like they just murdered each other. <laughs> and I was I was like seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, all right. And then I was like, that's probably why my mama didn't want me watching this. So, yeah, we stopped doing that and started playing like Vigilante 8 on Dreamcast. See, you know, I, the very first um, video game I remember my dad showing me how to play was Dawn of the Dead. Or, no, sorry, House of the Dead. Do you remember that? That was actually. Yeah, it was on arcades. like PlayStation 1. PlayStation, I think, yeah, PlayStation 1. I think they. Did it in PlayStation Two too? Yeah, but um, it, it's like a rail shooter. Yeah, because you they would have in arcades. Yeah, and it was just like zombies in yeah. a house or whatever. And my dad let me do that. Uh, Mortal Kombat. I remember the first Halo when it. I mean, came didn't out. your dad also watch like porn in front of you? Uh, he fell asleep with you know the H- HBO oh, the Night, the, yeah. the yeah the um, the softcore porn, which is how Ashley found porn at the age of twelve, and yeah, so. Honestly, I'm kind of getting the age where like softcore is even better. Why is that? I don't know. You don't you don't want to see it all. I mean, sometimes just like, like damn, you don't gotta like 
put a third dick in her butt. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, who, who, who thought this is like, hey, let's just, why is gangbang porn a thing? Like, how many people are into that? Apparently enough for there to be a whole niche in. I, I guess so, but like, it, but. I, there must just be some freaky ass hoes out there that are like, yo, bring your friends and y'all can all bang me. I don't know. Th- that's a red flag right there. We've met those freaky ass hoes. I know. There's just freaky ass hoes. They're, every- they're freaky people everywhere. I'm telling you, Doing the, some the nasty older we get, shit. I'm just like, man, y'all swinging? Y'all swinging. <laughs> yeah, I do not understand swinging. That is beyond me. Or like poly relationships. Yeah. Th- that's just swinging with extra steps. Let's be realistic about it. Oh, you know, speaking of swinging, um, so I forgot about this and I didn't tell you. Um, so me and a friend. Uh, okay. Went, no, 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 <laughs> no. me and a friend this week went to go meet up with um, an old high school coach. And he's not one. But what was funny is he was telling us at the high school that we went to, um, he, was, he was asked, um, you know, in in an interview like oh are you a swinger and it was i was like he was asked he was asked that in an interview for a job for a coaching position Uh, and he was like (laughs) i don't know uh, if you can do that i was yeah i was like well and and he's like uh no and i and i stopped him before he even said anything further i'm like that is very inappropriate that was very unprofessional. But, like, that not, should not, you're not have supposed been. to ask for like even like marital status. Yeah, like that 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 interview. should have been a huge red flag. And um, there was a there's a lot of tea. But basically, turns um, out he likes watching his wife get plowed, and he was interviewing people to see he was going to do it. No, no. But apparently, he had said that somebody in the past had been, uh. and it became an issue. But that also said interviewer <laughs> apparently has um, cheated on his wife, which we also oh. know. Um, my friend was telling me about that, and our his wife was very very sweet lady, um, or it still is, and still is his wife, and she deserves better. But also, I think about all the things that have come from my high school. I have had at least two history teachers who have been arrested as pedophiles. I thought one of them was a science teacher. Nope, they were both I, my I history Vincent teachers. Was a science teacher. Nope, he was my history teacher. Damn. Yeah. As a history teacher, I vow to not touch kids in any way like that. Um, maybe like a pat on the back or like a high five, but not, never that. Not letting, <laughs> not letting you know the seventh grader sit in your lap. Mm. Yeah. He he was he was found with uh, child pornography on his computer and uh, his the, work computer. I I don't know. Um, there were rumors that said, oh, well, it was his son, and I'm like, eh. Nah, fuck that. No, hell no. Like, but I'm so- I'm sorry, but if you, no, there is no excuse to, like, no. You're a fucking adult. You should not have that on your computer. If you have it on your computer, you were either, accom- you were either an accomplice to something, or you are distributing or just watching it, which yeah. all three of those is, like, equally evil. Right. So. I guess unless in like some odd way you had a very vindictive son who knew your password, got on, and and, and just like I'm gonna drop a bunch of child porn on your computer. I guess if that was the case, then like both of them would get inter- See, you know investigated. But I never, I never, you know, like I look back on it and um, I never saw 
the the girl that was in my class sit in his lap but other people said they did mm. and um I do remember though that he had suggested like I think there was like an air show or a military thing um on a weekend and he suggested like just you know driving some of the girls um and I'm like oh yep that's red flag because he would always um get asked well why do the girls do better than the boys um because back in sixth grade we had him so I had him for sixth grade and seventh grade um social studies Mm. and in sixth grade for whatever dumb ass reason um, we were separated by gender. Um, that was the only time. Oh, like the whole class? Yeah, the the whole yeah the whole class, a uh, whole sixth grade, um, and That's it was so it was very illegal. We were we yeah. were separated by gender, and then we were separated by kind of like like what, grade level, like like how well how well you were doing. Yeah, performing, so performance level, it's performance yeah. level, pretty much. And so like I of course was in the the top tier with the other girls and so i didn't have any trouble we all made 100s but he also was just like copy from the glossary just do your work and then of course we always just thought well the boys don't want to do their work whatever that's the reason why they weren't passing and it just now it kind of looks like ooh, you know Mm. um Mm. and well and then the other one who i had loved as a teacher who was and is a great teacher he um, really knew his stuff but the problem is is he even did some similar things that I look back at now and been like, mm, that was overstepping a line. Nothing happened, but that was overstepping a line. Something could have happened. Yeah. Um, and he ended up video- videoing um, girls undressing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is he in jail now? No. Um, he, uh, he was arrested, I believe, um, but it wasn't until like six months later. He was on dishonorably discharged from the Navy. Yeah, because he was in the, in the reserves. Mm-hmm. And intelligence. Yeah. Uh, which is the dumbest fucking thing. Like, like you would think he would like, at least cover his tracks a little bit better than that. Like, you're working with computers all the fucking time for the military. You would... Yeah. That's probably how we got away with it for so long. Yeah, well, he had, like, a clock in this room, and um, one of the girls recognized it because her dad had the same clock because it's, like, it looks like a clock, but it's a camera because they had it to... Um, watch her older brother you know see what he was doing and um, oh because he was doing like fucking off doing he was shit. he was shading he was doing shady stuff yeah. but rest Sneaking in out of the rest in peace um because that was one of um my friends that passed but um it w- wasn't anything shady but that's a different story um and so she noticed it and she was like um that looks a lot like uh the clock my dad has it actually has a hidden camera in it and she mentioned something to i guess an administrator or a teacher and somehow it got out and they found out that he had videos on his personal computer of Mm. these girls undressing um i don't really know i i've heard a lot of different things but the main consistent one that i've heard from those girls because it was freshman girls um was that he had like a challenge for girls and boys to see how often they could change their outfit throughout the day without anybody noticing um and the girls had to change in this like in between like room that um like was a partition between two classrooms mm. um which he used as like i guess like an office slash storage area oh, okay. um and that's where he said the girls had to dress there um and couldn't go to the bathroom even though the bathroom was literally right next door to the classroom but he said it from my understanding, what I was told is he said it would take too long for the girls to go to the bathroom. But the boys couldn't dress in that room. The boys had to go all the way down the opposite hall 
to their bathroom to dress. Mm. That that now I don't know if that's the real story. I would hope to God not. Um, <coughs> but that is nasty. that yeah, it really it's a is a whole lot of nasty. I literally visited him like three months before that because I really valued him as a teacher and thought he was a really great teacher. Would go back and you know visit him, see how they were doing. He his wife was pregnant with their second child. She's still with him. So. I don't know. I've always been under the no- even though that we're married, like that is one of those like, no, nah, we're we're done. <laughs> like, yeah, Absolutely. I'm like, sorry. I, like, I've. Not- how do you explain that away? Yeah. How do there like I don't understand. And I used to live across the street from um, one of the ladies on the board. I think she was like the main chair, and. Um, she said that she went up there and asked why. And before, while well, he was in the office gathering these things, and he just said, I don't know. So, hmm. yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Yeah, as far as I know, I don't have any uh, uh, former teachers that were convicted pedophiles. So, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, and I mean, I remember there was a coach that had like two phones. You know, I got two phones, one for the bitches and one for the hoes. He yeah. literally was that guy. He he even said, like, no, this is this is for my dating, and this is for my, my regular life. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, j- I think it's it, I mean, somebody who works in the school, and you have to work in schools. You don't really work for a school, but you work in schools. And I'm sure that you can, you're pretty well aware that just because they're a teacher does not mean they're a model citizen. Well, I have I have some coworkers that fucking suck. So the school that I work in, not for now, it's kind of weird. I'm contracted to work with a school, but I'm not a school staff. It's 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 weird, right? Um, but I feel like I haven't seen or heard, and granted, I'm not there all the time. I'm there like once or twice a week, so I don't really hear any tea for the most part. So. I really don't have any issues. I mean, they're a little clicky because it's like all girls that are teachers. I don't, there is one male in fifth grade that is a teacher Mm. and that is it. (laughs) And I'm sure he feels (laughs) very outnumbered. Nah, I mean, yeah, we just have a couple, not a whole lot, not really a whole lot, but there are a few people who work up there that are just like, you don't need to be a teacher. You have no reason to be employed as a, as an educator. Like you act like they either in, a lot of times it's because they mentally are the type of person who never graduated high school. And mm-hmm. listeners, I'm sure you're aware that there are, you know, adults who like mentally like, yeah, you're 41, but you act like you're 14. You know, yeah. you've worked with these people. You may have somebody in your family like that. And they're they're terrible coworkers. They're terrible people to work with because it's like you're acting just as bad, if not worse, than most of the students that we have. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be feeding into the it. leader. Yeah, in the room, but you're feeding into it like where like they're. Uh, it's just a power struggle, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all it is, is just like a power struggle. And I have pe- seen that. I will yeah. say that. I'll tell you what. Uh, I always tell the kids, you know, like they'll they'll just like, oh, what's your Snapchat? What's this? I'm like, you, even if you did send me that, I'm not. No, we're not doing that. You don't need my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> ever. So there's some tea that I found out. So um, I don't really care for the assistant or the um principal um. And I'm not going to name names. I'm not really going to go into detail. Um, the principal is retiring, thankfully, but a lot of the um, the staff have expressed in their own ways that they don't like her. 
um, that she has been very ugly and rude and very disrespectful and just not a people person. And, like, I guess it's not to ever excuse that because when you're working with people, you need to be a people person, right? Right. Um, Especially when you're working with people's children. And you're working with parents. You have to have those social skills. Apparently, she has a hard time making eye contact. That's um, tough. And I don't know. She's very rude to me from the beginning. It's like she just doesn't know how to smile. Even when I would smile or say hello, she wouldn't. And that's fine. That's one thing. But I have a parent, so um, which I see another special needs kid outside of the school. So I work for the school, and then I also um, work outside of the school with special needs kids. And um, she lives in the area, and I see her daughter in the school. I don't see her, but I see her around. Um, and she's been having some issues. Um, she has an individual education plan, indivi- individualized, yeah. excuse me. Um, but they're planning to move her to a different town when they move. Um, but she's like, ah, it's almost the end of the year. Probably just finish it out. We also have the teacher parent-teacher conference coming up. Well, she had already had issues because her special needs son, who is, oh, goodness, I think he's nine months now, he has Down syndrome. And with Down syndrome babies, you know, or people in general, they have a higher risk of having other health problems. Well, he's had open heart surgery. He's had a lot of respiratory issues, um, has been in and out of the hospital with pneumonia. um, And like I said, open heart surgery. So um, I think it was back in... It was either December or February. I can't remember. It was either a Christmas party or a Valentine's Day party. The assistant principal was griping, saying, well, why isn't mom up here? And, you know, grandma explained, because grandma went up there to be with her daughter um, because she couldn't be because she was in the hospital in, like, Dallas with her son. Um, And she was like, well, she has a special needs son who just had open heart surgery. And she's like, well, my aunt just died, but I'm here. And it's like you're also a functioning adult, dumbass, who's not. And also, if someone's dead, you don't have to care for them. Right, and it's and it's a holiday party. And like, granted, like, w- what what is your issue here? Um, and granted, like, something had happened for the holiday party or whatever. Like, a kid threw a pencil at her friend. Oh, oh my goodness! They like they've just they've made this little girl, and she's very sweet. They've made this little girl out to be like a monster, and she's not. Hmm. And so they had a parent teacher conference, and the principal, who was the worst of the both. Um, basically was using the excuse that, well, she's just too distracted by her brother and even the, um, her special needs brother. And she, and then even the uh, resource teacher was like, yeah, she can't focus because all she's talking about, oh, my brother's doing this now. My brother's doing this now. Like, really, are you going to be griping about a child who is very well emotionally invested in the progress of her brother's therapy and the progress of her brother's you know developmental milestones or the kids who i know see you (laughs) who who um talk about hitting other kids and talk about you know trucks and all these other things that they are definitely well invested in and easily distracted by yeah but god forbid god forbid you know mom has a special needs kid yeah and unfortunately like uh shitty people in education isn't just teachers a lot of times it's administrators who just suck and they're getting like a six-figure salary and they can just sit on their job in the school in the school and they could just run a school into the ground in four years and then bail out like nothing ever fucking happened and that pisses me off the fact that they're making six figures way more than i'm ever gonna make and it's just like but but what are you doing 
Yeah. How are you bettering this school? Where here I am no, the, uh, busting like, the, my ass and I don't even get any perks. Well, and that's why people want to work at like small school districts is because especially as like administrators because they can just fucking sit on their ass and just not do a whole lot because it kind of runs itself. I know, but I want to just know delegate who's everything to somebody else and then just like not have to do anything and yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I'm really glad that the school year is winding down. Now, granted, I say that uh, we actually have a really solid administration where, where I'm at. At least I feel that way. Um, but I have heard stories from, like, so many coworkers who work in other places where they're just like, oh, yeah, don't don't work under that principal. They're, they're, they're awful. Yeah. And, you know, that's so they'll, sad. You know, like they'll, they'll make you hate being a fucking teacher. You yeah. Know, if, like, we're in, in grant, and a lot of it is depending on what school district you're in. I was talking to a, a buddy yesterday about this. Um just how yeah. hey can you hear me another beer um please so just how uh it doesn't in every career whatever you go to college for whatever you got training for whatever you got into you're out of high school it doesn't matter thank you it doesn't matter what you do a lot of times it's not what you're doing it's where you're doing it you know because i guarantee you if i took a teaching job in certain districts i would fucking hate it and i probably would have quit after like a year or two um in the same way, because, like, my buddy, he's a mechanic, and he's, like, worked in a couple dealerships. He's worked in a couple of, like, shops, and he's just been, like, yeah. You know, it, it really just depends on the workplace that you're in because the job essentially remains the same. It's just how people make your job run, how easy it's going to be for yeah. you and what it's going to look like. And, yeah, it's some people who can be in the wrong person in the wrong position, and they can just run the whole fucking system straight into the ground. And, yeah. that, and that can go for anything. It just really sucks since public education because we're dealing with the fucking children of the community here. Yeah. You know, trying to over here make, you know, regular American citizens that we got other people that are just holding the whole system back. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I've made a huge change. I think the last time that I was on the podcast that, you know, this had even changed for me. I don't even, I can't even remember the last time I was on. It was probably even before I went on my, um, my clinicals for school. It has been a minute. Um, well, I worked with adults. You know, and I worked in the hospital setting, and I um, have switched, and now I work with kids, and um, it is, I love it because I feel happier, and I enjoy who I work with. I don't feel like I'm dealing with grumpy people all the time. Granted, kids can be grumpy, but it's something you can work through. Yeah. Um, Ain't no little ass whooping won't fix. But what I, what I have really come to appreciate is everybody no matter who you are whoever decides to work with children you do a really good job and um you you work your you work your tail off and you don't get paid for it you don't get the respect that you deserve um and that is really frustrating because you know we're trying to facilitate growth for the future of america yet here we are um wanting to make sure that 104 year old mima is a DNR and gets a hip replacement, and yes, that actually did happen. Um, so, you know, it just it just really sucks that we are more invested in paying those who will take care of the elderly who really don't need those services. I'm not saying that all elderly don't need services. I'm saying that we keep people alive and we push for when there's immoral things. Yeah. Like trying to, we're, I mean, because we're, it's all about money at yeah, the end of the day. It's all about because, like, it obviously, if they're like old as shit, they're probably going to have insurance. So let's milk the fuck out of their insurance company to on keeping them alive. And like, I, a lot of times, it's like, I just want to fucking die. 
you know, especially like yeah. if, if I'm over 75, you think I'm going to like, uh, there is no way that like if I have a heart attack and I'm like 76, fucking let me go, man. Like, I don't want to be here, <laughs> yeah. but you know, cause like you're old as shit and, and it's time. And a lot of times if you go through like a broken bone or some sort of injury, like after the age of 70, your recovery time is fucking forever. And sometimes you never recover from it. And but, you know, in the hospital system, we'll just fucking milk that insurance company. But there's no money in childhood education. And that is from the time they are fucking born until the time they get a high school diploma. There is no money in it, whether it's the health care for children or whether it is, well, I guess, like pediatric surgery. You can make a lot. But what I'm saying, like, you can't in education, you can never get rich in education. You're never going to be able to. You, can not, you can't get rich in education. You can't get rich in therapy. You can't get rich in counseling. If you're working with children, you're working with adults, you can make a fuckload of money yeah. in all of those things, you know, yeah. whether it's therapy or like adult guidance counseling, marriage counseling, just regular counseling, you know, whatever. You can make a shitload of money in that. Well, here, working with kids. here's another ticker for you. So some companies, um, I feel like I don't know the statistics, but it seems like the majority um, children with special needs age out and are no longer qualified for pediatric services past the age of 21 yeah but there are some like one of the companies i work for now who maximize it at 18 Mm. so the problem is is these kids will either have to transfer to a different service that will allow to 21 but even then that's three more years so let's consider well what happens after 21 or they These, just get dropped entirely. They they need more services. I mean, especially like think of Down syndrome and autism and any other like congenital um, defect or issue. Um, there are multiple, but think about that. Some people need services for life. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that you know like I say that lightly. You know, not always is that true because plateauing is an issue, and that's why we provide um, education for the parents or for the caregivers so that they can provide carryover because there is a point sometimes where people hit a wall and no more therapy ethically is good. And, um, but some of these people won't be able to continue facilitating, um, growth or skills once they hit 18 or 21. And then it isn't until like something bad happens. Like, you know, maybe it's a heart problem or a respiratory problem. They need to be hospitalized and then they're going to get services, but they're going to get services for that to remediate and just build overall strength they're not gonna look at like functional skills as much yeah and especially you like know? when you're old as shit that you know they're just sort of like well we get we just they just have a, a blockage in their arteries but you're not really thinking about like the recovery time yeah. from the surgery and like what their life's gonna be like right. and can they put on pants and wipe their own ass by the time they're done with all this and now granted you might find that in a non-therapy setting like you might find like a day program or a day home or um some special needs uh, day hab where other people are invested in something like that, that they don't mind helping, but they're not going to come at it from a therapeutic approach. They're going to come at it from a, let me just help you real quick. Unless you find a really genuine person who understands how special needs people work and how important it is for carryover. But that was a spiel I didn't mean to get into, (laughs) but it is very frustrating to, to see that and to know, okay, well we've got to do as much as we can with you. Um, right now, yeah. Before yeah. you age out, pretty much, which it sucks. Um, it yeah, it is definitely. Uh, the way I always put it, especially in public education, 
the way I always put it is we are trying to solve an infinitely growing problem with a very, very finite amount of resources. Yeah. And there's not any difference with that when it comes to like uh, pediatric care. Yeah. You are trying to solve an infinite problem with very, very finite resources. Yeah, we, we talk about how government is. Man, all fuck in. the government. <laughs> fuck them. All of them. They suck it. I've, the, the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten to the point to where, like, I feel that all politicians are lying bastards. Like, fucking pr- prove me wrong. Fucking prove me wrong. And, and, that, and that goes to you, listeners. That is your due diligence. If you have a politician that you support, you better write a fucking thesis argument as to why you support him. Like, I support Bernie Sanders because he's about the wealth. You know Bernie Sanders owns four fucking houses and he's telling me how my money should be regulated? Bernie Sanders can eat shit fucking old bastard the fuck out of politics get a real job asshole whatever i'm I'm tired of fucking rich ass politicians running this shit we have no bearing on what it's like to be a regular american because the reason why the education system sucks is because we have people who've never set foot in a school district since the fucking 90s telling people how to run their classrooms yeah and then they come in and they tell you well oh it all needs to be fired up anyway Oh, there was that one time you're like, was it admin or somebody came in and is telling you that you need to use more of Mm. the the laptops. Well, the kids are over here trying to get a VPN so they can look at porn on the computer at school. Maybe we should not use the laptops this week. Maybe we should just talk about shit or color some goddamn maps. But also, I mean, like, shit. I feel, and what I see with kids, too, is... Parents pass by their kids with tablets now. Oh, 100%. And, uh, you know, as, as funny as the movie Wally is, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah. No, I, I swear to God, I will never be the parent that just, like, hands their kids a tablet if they're chilly. The only thing you're going to be handed is the back of my hand. You keep that shit up. Well, I understand <laughs> in, in small moments, especially because, right. like, when you get to the, sometimes you get to that point or where like, you are just like, I just need a minute. So if this is going to calm you down. Yeah. But when sure. it becomes an everyday thing, that is an issue. And definitely. Kids aren't. Kids can learn on the tablet. I'm not saying that they can't, but I feel Don't like. Don't use it as like an end all be all. Yeah. Well, like, then, there's so much more. Well, and like, I can understand, like, they're in the car and yeah. it's a long drive. Sure. Like, yeah, it's fucking dick around on your tablet for an hour. Please. But please also, do that. but also, there's so many other things that you can do. You can create, like, travel color books. You can yeah. create, like, travel Legos, like, all these things that can help build. Other things like their fine motor coordination and like their your their visual skills and all these other things that aren't going to be as well facilitated as with the tablet. And so I think, you know, like it is more important for your eighth graders to color maps. I think it is more important for them to do something that's more kinesthetic learning than it is for yeah. them to just tippity type on their computer. That, that's that's funny because there was like somebody was saying like, well, like coloring maps like that's not really like a like there's not like a lot of rigor into that they're just like no and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like okay that's understandable but when i only have about 35 percent of them that can like color it to the level that i can color or better and i got about 60 percent of them 55 percent of them that still just like scribble color all outside the lines like i think it's okay to spend a day on some fine motor skills and categorizing and writing shit down that's my husband that's my husband. <laughs> and that is why she puts my penis in her mouth. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, you know, it just, that is so sad. You've got 13, 14-year-olds, some 15-year-olds that can't do that. Yeah. And well, and, and a lot of it is like they never learned the skills when they are younger, and now they're just lazy as shit and rather play Xbox right. instead of do something productive. Which, granted, I love dicking around playing games and stuff all the time, mm-hmm. but... 
I always take care of all of my other shit, and kids don't understand, like, triage and uh, levels of importance. Right. You know, they're just like, oh, I'm home. I'm going to go play fucking Call of Duty for four hours. Like, dude, how about you take a shower, man? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, going back to the use of computers, like, I will even say, like, in college, like, could I type my notes a lot faster on the computer? Absolutely. Hell, but I I'm not. I, my typing sucks. <laughs> But the problem is, is like, am I retaining it? You retain more when you write it down mm -hmm. because it involves motor planning. It involves like you sitting there and looking at it and repeating it in your head. There's so much learning that's going even, on. Even being an adult, like let's say you just want to accomplish like a handful of things in the next couple of days. Literally, if you write them down, you will get those. Like the chances of yes. you getting all that accomplished is way fucking higher. Dan had pointed out to me that I, um, I probably have ADHD and the likelihood is pretty high um, because – I'm not very structured of a person. And so I write lists. And when I write lists down, I notice that when I write it, sometimes I still remember it. And I'm like, well, shit, why did I have to write the list? But I guarantee you, <laughs> if I didn't write that motherfucking list, <laughs> I wouldn't have remembered it. And it helps you commit it to memory. And so sometimes, like, with um, with kiddos that are older um, and they need to remember something functional like their address or their phone number, I'm like, we're going to sit here and we're going to write it. Over and over yeah. and over like until you, you remember you it. You need to know your mom's phone number. Like yeah. you, you just you just need to know. You need to be able to like, hey, we need to call your mom real quick, and you just got to know. Or like, yeah. hey, dude, we got to get you home. Where exactly do you live? Oh, and especially because they're special needs, they're not going to have a phone. Yeah, I mean, it, it, depending on their level. Of right, right. A lot of the time, well, the, the the kids that I work with, they're not going to. But I just think about that, and I think, you know, when, when we were in high school and in junior high, we didn't really work with computers much. They might have given us a computer, and granted, we had computer lab, right. and maybe you had um, laptops. We, uh, we didn't have laptops until I was a senior in high school. Uh, uh, the grades above us ruined it. I mean, we had, we eventually got Chromebooks when for the dual credit kids, mm. um, but we understood what we were using it for. We didn't really use them in class. A lot of it was still book work. A lot of it was still, let's make a fold, a foldable yeah. um, thing for, for history. And I felt like I learned better that way. Um, well, and a lot of times you actually do. It's just a lot of it is we spend a lot of money on this shit, so we better be using it. And a lot of it is the modern workplace requires you to know how to do this shit. So the sooner you learn sure. how to do it, which... But that is why we had our own separate computer lab yeah, computer or lab. typing class yeah. for that reason. I sucked at typing class. Okay, I, because my typing class was when I was in the sixth grade, which is way too late for a typing class. Just start doing that shit in like third grade because uh, you'll pick up on it a lot mm -hmm. faster, like enough data's been out. And also, I sat next to like the goth girl who had like huge tits. So I was way more concerned about talking to her and trying to get them get them things thangin' than I was about like, doing the curity like put your fingers on the home keys like i'm trying to put my fingers on some titty so <laughs> did they use the, the blinders for you no i didn't use the blinders for, i mean i had blinders you know her cleavage but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no like so they didn't they didn't put the keyboard covers on there they, they might they, have for some kids but i was so fucking bad at it that they <laughs> didn't give it to me i was dead i'm still bad i only use like three fingers when i think. i know why you like henpeck it's so funny to and watch I can, you i can still write a damn good essay i swear to god i know but how how much I'll, faster could you have done that had you just been able to like just muscle memory it 
Okay, I I okay, I minimaxed into like remembering more about the Mexican Civil War than I ever did about like remembering how to fucking Fair. type. And also, like muscle memory, like back to I can kick your ass in Halo. Oh great, you can type an email faster than me, but your KD is gonna fucking suck. Okay, but I need to use it for work. Get so, good, so, but let's scrub. <laughs> get good. How how often do you have to type for work? Uh, pretty fucking often. Like, okay, we're using it at a percentage out of a hundred. How how often are you typing? What kind of fucking question is that? How would I? I'm just saying, like, just just think about like it. How, how much, much of your how much of your time is like working, for work? I don't is know. Devoted to fucking typing. Four percent. Four percent. So 4%, that's that's a lot to 4% you. Four percent of my entire workday is dedicated to typing shit out. That's a lot to you. I mean, it's more than I want it to be. Mine is seventy five percent of my work. Damn, you get a better job. You no. just sit there clicking, clacking. If the you didn't the document it, it didn't happen. That's, Cover your ass. That's CYA. Not, that's not how that works in the real world, though. Um, like, I live in the real world. But, but like, that you did do insurance it. Insurance says cause you, you have to document just, it. Just because you didn't write shit down don't mean it didn't happen. Uh, well, okay, well. Like, the Indians didn't write shit down, this is, this but, is like, where they you were and I are here. different. So, it's okay if you henpeck. If it's only 4% of your of your work time. Look, it gets the fucking job done. But it, th- that's fine. But if it were high like mine, you would damn sure need to know how to type faster because otherwise you would absolutely loathe having to do notes at the end of the day. No, like my notes would just be very like short. You can't do that because insurance will send it back. Uh, have you tried? Just like just write less and less each day until they start like bouncing them back and they're like, no, all right, because cool. that creates now, more then, work for then me. You can just do the bare fucking minimum once you figured out what no, the fine line no, is. No, because if something were to ever happen <laughs> and I got subpoenaed for whatever reason and I had a shitty ass note and I didn't write shit because I had I've seen therapists like that. I'm like, you are screwed if you were ever subpoenaed for anything because I couldn't tell you what you did in your session. You might know, but you're gonna forget. I will document exactly what I see Damn, in my session. you should read my lesson plans. They're like, we're going to talk about Andrew Jackson. Okay, but to be fair, you got it all in do that head work Okay, but you don't, you don't need to document that for insurance. I I'm do. supposed to document for the SPED kids, and they're like, it's supposed to be your job, and this is your thing. But if I was doing that, I'd, I'm, I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm just not going to do it. You know why I'm not going to do it? Because they're going to pay me the same goddamn amount whether I do it or whether I don't do it. And there ain't nobody beating down the door teaching a middle school. So, if they fire me, I'll go stack beans at Walmart for a year and then work somewhere else. I get paid the same damn amount. Teachers don't make dick. I'm telling you. I do it because I want to be there, not because I have to be there. There's so many teachers that are like, this job's so hard. It's like, because you're fucking picking fights with kids. Stop (laughs) fucking picking fights with the kids. What would be so hard? Assholes. Anyway, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap wrap it up right over there. I've been drinking. Um... Once again, we had Lost Lake. It's really good. If you're up, uh, I guess, north of the Mason-Dixon line or in the Rockies, you can find it. We can't find it in East Texas because fuck me, apparently. It's really good yeah. for a cheap-ass beer. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, which is... That's just a regular beer. And Ashley doesn't even like beer. I mean, I like seltzers. I like uh, ciders. Hey, those uh, those Shiner Strawberry Blondes are uh, yeah, those, pretty good right those now. Aren't, those aren't beers. Those are... Salt, seltzers and ciders. It's not beer. <laughs> it comes in an aluminum can. You know? So does fucking <laughs> LaCroix, but that ain't... What it, and this is why... Anyway. <laughs> moving on. I swear to God. But, um, yeah, we're drinking Lost Lake. 
Uh, sours. I like sours. Sours is a beer. Get the fuck out of here. Sours are fucking nasty. I've had one sour that I liked, and it was the one that was on the show. So, um, the rhubarb that we had. Was that the blue Cadillac? Uh, I didn't care much for that one. It you was, didn't like that one? It was the Rufram, the one that uh, Oh. Alyssa had. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. I didn't try that one. So you have any closing statements you'd like to make? Sorry, I ranted about my job. I tend to do that a lot. I swear to God, I just want more fucking water. We're married. Yeah, we are married. So now I can just like blow up in there all the time. No, no, not ready for kids. Absolutely not. Yeah, we were like, damn, everybody's having kids. Fuck it, let's get more dogs. And we're like, damn, we can't have a kid with all these dogs. And <laughs> now we're just like, oh shit, I guess I'll just buy all these Xboxes. Yeah. So. That that's what we're doing. So if you want uh, to email in the show to talk about whatever, email us at whiskeydanradio at gmail dot com. Or if you want to get a modded soft modded Xbox, you can email me at whiskeydanradio at gmail dot com. Once again, we'd like to thank you for listening to this show. We had Ashley on again. Hopefully, we'll have more episodes coming out in more regular fashion after our hiatus because I was so fucking busy over the winter, which it was nice. It was it was nice to be busy, but now hopefully. Um, kind of be back on our two episodes a month schedule ideally um and we'll be chugging along from there we may kind of repeat doing some uh beers and spirits and whatnot just because some of them are really good that i want kind of want to go back to and uh we might start doing some cocktails instead of start just drinking stuff like neat uh because yeah. i got a well aj uh, as y'all know who's been on the show multiple times alec uh he's been on the show multiple times and uh, he's super into making cocktails and he's damn good at it so next time mm-hmm. he's on there which i think he's going to be our next one anyway uh, we're, we're going to have some cocktails and, and we're, we're going to be throwing them back. It's um, The show is definitely going to take, this is just housekeeping shit here, but the show is definitely going to take a shift and which it barely even focused on it anyway, uh, the, the alcohol perspective of things uh, because a, a big reason why I took a hiatus is because uh, the drinking uh, in moderation is fine. Drinking too much is bad. And I don't, as much as I enjoy alcohol as a social lubricant, it does not need to be a cornerstone of a personality trait for me or anyone else. So drinking's great in moderation. And there's a lot of different great liquors and spirits and beers and wines out there that are great to try. Uh, but it doesn't need to be forced upon to anyone. So, uh, I mean, I'm not, like, quitting or anything. I'm still drinking. But just, just not like I was, and uh, we are kind of changing the nature of that. We'll, we will still feature a spirit in every episode. Uh, we'll definitely talk about it and things and, of the sort. Um, but it's not always going to be just like a neat thing. It'll definitely be like with mixers and stuff like that, for sure. So, with that being said, uh, thank you for listening. We're, we're, we're going to go ahead and sign off right there. Um, and you can catch this one and all 58 other episodes on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you.